Hi there. Welcome to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. We are Rome Business Radio. And as always, we broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios. We thank Hardy Realty so much for their support across the Rome Business Radio platform. And we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. My name is Roger Manus, and I am with Rome Business Radio. And my name is Thomas Kislet, and I'm with the Rome Floyd Chamber. Hello, Thomas. Hey, Roger. How's it going? Pretty well. How are things at the Chamber today? Uh, lovely. Uh, staying busy, helping out our members, and um, keeping their goals. As we were just joking about before the podcast started, you are literally taking care of business. TCB, baby. Taking care of business. Correct. On a, cha- on a Chamber of Commerce day. Uh, if you don't mind, would you go around our Zoom room here and introduce our guest, please? Sure. On this uh, lovely, uh, sunshiny day, uh, I'm going to introduce our guests. Uh, and first, I want to welcome Elizabeth Lawson from um, Rise and Shines Organic Farms. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi. Then we have Lacey Davis with Elwood Staffing. Hey, Elizabeth. Uh, Lacey. Hi. And then we have Dale Cyrus with Florida Against Drugs. So uh, we are really eager and curious to find out um, what what actually they all have in common, probably, at the end of the show. Yeah, I usually count on you to come up with the creative way to link. Uh, <laughs> of course, part of the podcast here, we just want to we want to celebrate business. We want to share success stories, and we want to create connections. And sometimes we accidentally stumble into them, but usually Thomas finds some sort of theme even though it may not be uh, be obvious to us at first. Uh, so uh, I guess I'll just go around here quickly. Uh, Elizabeth at Rise and Shine Organic Farms. Um, we're obviously on a podcast, so people can't see you, but I can. But you're outside on a gorgeous day. Uh, uh, the, the weather looks great where you are. Uh, tell us a little bit about Rise and Shine Organic Farms, your background, where you're located, uh, You know your, your crops, things like that. Okay. Um, we have been around for about 16 years in the, um, we call it, well, it's called the Usnala River Valley, but we've kind of bounced around to different places, but we finally, um, have settled in this one piece of property off of Highway 156, um, up in Curryville. And so we are certified organic and we grow on about 30 to 40 acres. Um, we grow year round because we have two hoop houses um, that can go through the wintertime. And um, our main business is a um, is our vegetable box subscription. We've done that for years here in Rome. Um, we started off with three members in 2005 and now we're around 450 members right now so it's been a big change from the time we were digging um everything by hand <laughs> and now everything's a lot more mechanized um but yeah so we um and this year we're launching a new box subscription program that's um called the local farm box but it's pretty much like a farmer's market in a box like everything you could get from the farmer's market from a bunch of different producers like all of our favorite producers that are um sustainably produced, um, whether it's non-GMO or naturally grown or certified organic, we're putting them all in one um, customizable box. So we've been pretty excited about that. So that's our newest business venture. So we'll see how that goes. Okay. First of all, it all sounds very healthy. So it's totally immune to me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And and I've got a bunch of follow-up questions. We will go around the room, but the first one, just act like I'm an idiot. Okay. Define (laughs) Define organic for me. Well, you have to go through a really special um, 
process that you had to get certified. So it's actually kind of cumbersome on the paperwork, but on the um, field cropping end, it just means that we don't spray um, any uh, harmful chemicals and pesticides um, on our crops or our ground. So we do the best we can to um, enrich the soil with uh, cover crops and composting and, um, and then of course, the stuff that you actually eat and put in your mouth doesn't have like chemical residue and stuff on it. So, um, so the certified organic part of it, just you're taking an extra step. We could be certified naturally grown. They do very similar stuff, but it's just your market kind of opens up and it really shows people that you're super invested in, um, natural products when you get certified organic, cause it's a little bit more intensive to do that. So see, I understood that. <laughs> so, so I'm not the I'm not the idiot I thought I was, and, and I did kind of lob you a softball when I said treat me like an idiot. You had no problem treating me like an idiot, did you? You just kept right on going. Um, Lacey, you're joining us from Elwood Staffing. Now uh, I, I did a little googling. Elwood Staffing is that that's national, but you you guys operate the local franchise or branch. What is it? Yes, we are a national staffing firm, and then I operate out of the Rome branch, um, really close to downtown Rome, actually. Um, we are growing, 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 and even through some of the challenges that um, we face as a staffing company throughout COVID, we've been blessed to continue to grow. So we're really thrilled about that. Yeah, I was going to ask specifically, you know, the job market through COVID, through a wrench in every industry, obviously, what yeah. specifically for you guys when you are in the staffing industry, how, what, was the, what was the biggest impact? We initially faced some challenges um, where there were massive layoffs in some of the larger industries like automotive. Um, and so there was a big lull. And then, of course, those things do come back and they come back 10 times over. So kind of working with our associates to transition them, transition them to a period of not working and then bringing them all back at the same time was challenging for many, many um, of our branches. However, I think that I'm grateful to have done it with Elwood because they really stuck by us the whole way and kind of empowered us to pivot every single day. Because I think for everyone can relate to this, everything changed week by week. (laughs) So it required us to not get comfortable in any of the solutions-based approaches we took to getting people back to work where it was like no one was working and then everyone was working, helping people, you know, support them in the unemployment process while we knew they were going to go back to work and then transitioning them back and then also trying to meet production needs for a new year. Um, Yeah, it was very challenging. So we're grateful to start off the new year um, fresh. And um, yeah. Not only was it changing week by week, sometimes it was changing hour by hour. Yeah, you are so right. (laughs) Um, I saw, I know it's obviously been a very serious situation and uh, but I saw a, a funny meme the other day that we were celebrating the one-year anniversary of we need two weeks to flatten the curve. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Absolutely. <laughs> um, you know, it's just, it's been crazy. Uh, Dale Styers, you are with Floyd Against Drugs, and I think I know what you guys do based on the name. <laughs> okay. <laughs> tell us a little right. bit about, tell us a little bit about it. It's a nonprofit organization that, that uh, just tell us a little bit about it. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah, our mission is we we're out to mobilize the entire community, which is Floyd um, and uh, Rome 
Floyd County and Rome to reduce the use of drugs, tobacco, and underage drinking. So we collaborate with uh, local agencies um, to prevent uh, on prevention and educate, uh, obviously, and um, on those items. And um, we're t- we uh, were formed in 2000. We actually have our founding members still on the board. She was a counselor at a local high school, in fact, and she had a young man that came to her office for counseling, and he was addicted to marijuana. And eventually, because of that addiction and the lack of uh, resources that she had available to her to help him, dropped out of high school. And it really broke her heart because she saw a lot in that young man um, that she wasn't able to, you know, help him. Um, so she created Floyd Against Drugs, and it started off as a as a county and a city uh, effort, and then they got a uh, it grew and grew and grew to what it is today. We had a uh, federal grant for a while, and now we're back to being community uh, funded. So uh, I'm the I'm the executive director right now, and um, you know, it's been a challenging time for us as well because we've had to put off our major uh, fundraiser, which is Murder Mystery, which is usually uh, next month. So we have just started announcing that we have to put that off again this year. Yeah, so that's that's one of your fundraisers has been is, has been hit. Yeah, and you pushed it off last year too, didn't you? We, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, definitely in March, we had to put it off last year. You know, it's, yeah. it's always a sellout. It's, you know, it's tables and dinner and theater. <laughs> so it's, you know, you, you can't, there's not a venue that will hold that many people and keep you uh, distant, safe. And so we just, we're trying to, you know, make sure that we are cognizant of the safety of our uh, patrons so, uh, yeah, we're going to have to, we, uh, we're just now getting out to announce that, um, it's on our Facebook page. It's also on our, uh, uh, website that we are asking folks to let us know if, um, they will consider it a donation and, or if they want a refund. So we're doing both. Understood. Thomas, have we found a common theme yet with our, with our guests and our, their various, uh, enterprises? Well, I'm, I'm kind of uh, working on it. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, I know Adele very good. The, uh, I serve on that board, actually, and uh, I was involved in the process. And uh, last year uh, that we had to um, reschedule or postpone, we, we didn't cancel, you know. Even this year, we don't cancel, right? They'll be uh, postponed. That's right. We move so we forward. Next year. But, you know, maybe we can have a whole new kind of like theme, you know. Uh, we do a farm-to-table theme. <laughs> And then uh, we outsource um, our our service um, employees uh, through Lacey, and um, she's helping us, uh, you know, um, you know, having like um, service there for us. How about that? Yeah. Okay. I was I was just seeing seeing if your wheel, wheels were turning yet. Um, he's digging. He's digging. Yeah. Well. Um, Elizabeth, uh, circling back around to you, what's interesting, again, we're, we're on a podcast here, but uh, Elizabeth, we're, we're seeing each other on Zoom to be socially distant. Elizabeth, you're, you're dealing with an infant uh, during the podcast, correct? 
Yes, I've got my seven month old sitting here uh, chewing on grass and trying to get it out of her mouth. <laughs> is it? Is it? <laughs> to or- entertain her while I have this conversation. Is, is it organic? <laughs> uh, I'm with. One of the things you go ahead. No, yeah, nothing. <laughs> One of the things you mentioned earlier was your ability, and I, I you used the phrase, and I've forgotten what it is. Where you, y'all, y'all can grow year round. You have the huts or whatever. What'd you call it? Uh, the greenhouses. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're not really greenhouses. You used a different term. Oh, hoop houses. Hoop houses. That's hoop houses. what it was. Uh, they look. Yeah. They kind of look like covered bridges. Um, so. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> So how does that, does that just work like a greenhouse? It basically allows you to control the environment all year. So you can, so you, do you have a growing season? Yes. Well, the growing in the ground season starts as soon as the last frost. And, but um, then we, we grow in the ground in hoop houses too. And they're different from greenhouses because greenhouses, you can heat and cool uh, like, uh, through the, throughout the year, um, these we just put uh, like space heaters throughout the winter and row covers on them to keep it extra warm. So it's not really a greenhouse; it's a hoop house, but they've got plastic on them, just like a greenhouse does. Yeah, I have been to your website, so when you when you use the phrase, I had never heard that phrase before. Um, and you you mentioned yeah. you mentioned your subscription boxes. Tell me more about that. So uh-huh. so individuals can basically subscribe. Is this a monthly thing or so people can subscribe by the week. They can subscribe every every other week or once a month. You, you actually subscribe for the year, but you can get your boxes weekly, every other week, um, mo- once a month. And you can choose um, extra small, small, medium, and large. And, um, and you can fill it with whatever you want. In the past, it's always been um, centered around the vegetables. And if you wanted to buy some extra things like meats, cheeses, eggs, you know, whatever, you could buy that and add it into your box. But now, say, for example, if you get the small box, which is a $49 box, um, you can fill it with, if you hate vegetables, you can fill it with all cheese, meat, dairy, um, bread, pasta, um, but if you like it, if you like, um, vegetables and you want the other stuff, we have cereals, grains, um, cheeses, just all flowers are in it. Um, we've just connected with all of the, um, or a lot of vendors, farmers, producers in this area that have such great products. And it was, um, when COVID hit, so many people had such a hard time getting it into people's homes like farmers had a hard time connecting to customers and customers were having a hard time connecting to farmers because you know the grocery store shelves went kind of bare for a little bit and we just started realizing that it was um that there was an opportunity there to connect um really great quality producers with um customers so we've um changed our model just a little bit a lot, actually. <laughs> I got you. What one of the things I like asking on this because you know we're talking about business and sharing stories, and uh, I have found it interesting. Some people they know what they want to do when they're fifteen years old, and they go get a degree in it, and they do it for the rest of their lives. And some people change directions six times or d- a dozen times. You know, it just whatever works for you. Like, what is your background educationally or professionally, and is are you where you thought you'd be, or was this a left turn? This is, uh, well, Mitch would have more of a straight path forward on this because um, he's the farmer. I really am, 
you know, I'm home with my baby right now, but I do a lot of the social media and the marketing, but I used to do some of the farm work, but uh, for me, it was definitely more of a left turn. I mean, when I was younger, I grew up on a farm, my grandparents' farm, and I always knew I'd want to do something on a farm, but I didn't really know what, and I loved plants. Um, but then I got involved in education, and um, I was a Montessori teacher for a little bit, and then I've taught at Darlington for the last six years, um, taught fourth grade there. And then um, once COVID hit and things got complicated, I decided to stay home with the baby and um, then turns out that I've gotten really involved in this, uh, doing more stuff with the farm. And that's been really fun too. So, um, cause Mitch and I started it together in 2005. So I say, Mitch, Mitch is your husband. He is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so it's, I can't, I'm too busy. I can't just, you know, just take, you know, childcare. I have to like pile on a bunch of projects. So. And, and we, we have heard your child a little bit there. What is, what is your child's name? This is Quincy Lawson. <laughs> She's seven months old. We, we've, we've heard her make a little noise or two. Uh, <laughs> hi, Quincy. For those, for those of you listening, you can't see her, but we can on Zoom. Hi, Quincy. Um, Lacey, kind of circling back around to you, what is, I mean, what is your educational and professional background, and how did you end up at, at Elwood Staffing? So staffing is something that I never would have considered that I would be a part of. Um, for quite a while, I did restaurant and event management. Um, So I was always busy and I worked every day of the week. And I think in all professions, there are people that work every day of the week, but just the money is made on the weekends and nighttime um, and through events and things like that. And so I was kind of at the mercy of that schedule. And over time, when I was trying to make new choices and I was trying to find myself and figure out what I wanted to do, I honestly just stumbled upon staffing, (laughs) truthfully. Um, And when the opportunity became available, I actually started as a recruiter. And I had taken the knowledge that I learned, you know, customer service, making sure that I treat people fairly, um, serving our associates, serving our clients, and just trying to take the skills that I did have and translate them into the new ones here. And then there was an opportunity that came about for business development. And so I really got to take the sales portion of venue management selling our venue, filling the space, and translate that into working with new clients um, that needed to fill their space with employees. <laughs> so <laughs> it was a big change, but it also was, is and was a big challenge, and it challenges me every day, and it's never the same. So I think I'm going to stick with it. Well, good. Like, like I said, some, <laughs> some people find it along the way, or they'll change careers six times. But it is interesting that you have found, not just the industry, you have found skill sets that worked in this, that you've transferred to this, especially trying to re so your job is you're, you're supposed to go find companies that you'll handle their staffing needs for them. Yes, and, absolutely. And so how, what would people do that, you know, what about the person on the street that's looking for a job? They come give you their Elwood staffing, their resume, things like that. And then you try to find a fit for them. Yes, absolutely. So they can, online complete an application. They can call us or they can come into the branch. We try to be accessible in every way. Um, by text message as well. Um, And then we take an associate's profile, background information, um, what they've done before, skill sets, and we match them with positions that we feel would be appropriate. Most of those are going to be light industrial, um, but we also deal with clerical, direct hires, highly skilled professional division that we have. Um, We can really partner with clients on every level, and we can also partner with applicants on every level. So I would, I would encourage someone who might not be able to find something yet or is 
really just wants a, a liaison to connect them with the right company to try staffing out. Beautiful. Uh, Dale, Dale, what is your background? Well, you know what, Roger? I moved up here nine years ago to this area from Atlanta. I had retired from a 30-year career in marketing and promotional items. So <laughs> I retired, and then I didn't. <laughs> but I got involved with Floyd Against Drugs. I was just a volunteer on the board. And then I eventually wound up as president and um then I was a uh, pro- uh, program manager, and then this um, this year we had um, an opening as the executive director, and I took that over in June. Um, so that's how I ended up where I am. <laughs> so uh, I'm out of retirement part-time. <laughs> well, good, though. You found a worthy <laughs> cause. So what oh, it- I did. I, be- I definitely found a very nice fit. I love this organization. So uh, I would imagine, I mean, Floyd against drugs, it would be against, you know, it would be for, you know, minimizing drug use throughout the population. But is there an extra emphasis on high school age kids? Middle and high school, actually, Roger, because you want uh, you want to go after the middle school because there's so much pressure in high school. So if you can get to the middle school and help them build the tools they need to go to high school and say no, <laughs> Um, and, and have that background in the knowledge that, you know what, I know what that's going to do for my life. I know that's going to change my career path. I know that's going to change the, the trajectory of my life. I'm choosing not to do that. Right. So it's yeah. both the, the middle school and the high school. What, what is the, just, what is the worst problem? Is it drinking or marijuana or harder drugs? What, what's the worst thing for kids in that age group that you worry about? Oh, gosh, I worry about so many things. I worry about meth. I worry about, yeah, I worry about marijuana because I truly feel I'm in recovery. I've been in recovery for 30 years. I know that marijuana was a gateway drug for me. Plenty of people will argue with argue that subject with me. I worry about underage drinking. I worry about vaping. So I have a lot of worries. (laughs) How How many of you here? Remember Nancy Reagan's just say no to drugs. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, I don't think Elizabeth and Lacey remember the Reagans. <laughs> uh, you and I, Roger. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was, it was a, it was a very effective campaign. Um, but Thomas, I don't think I've ever asked you other than I know you were, you're from Germany. What is your background? How did you end up at the chamber? Oh, it's a, uh was kind of like an interesting path. So um, I um, finished college in, in, in Germany. I was a trace back. Um, I wasn't a high school exchange student. Um, like, Oop, Thomas, you just muted yourself accidentally. There we go. This country. Yeah, so, 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 start again. You were a high school exchange student. Yeah. And in Oklahoma of all places. So that was my first encounter with, with this uh, country. I fell in love with this country and with the people. So I said, you know, one, one day I'm going to be back here. So I went over uh, back and finished high school and um, um, went to college and uh, graduated over there. And I, my, my major was actually American studies <laughs> of all things, you know, cause I knew I want to come back here and um, my minors were communication and marketing. So um 
My first gig actually was uh, in Atlanta with a Fortune 500 company, and I was an intern there. And then, you know, from down there, from there, uh, you know, I just moved on. Uh, they offered me a job, and you know, um, I got married. I went back to Germany, so because uh, my wife wanted to, she's American. Uh, she wanted to, um, you know, find out how life and the culture and the languages uh, over there where I grew up. And uh, eight years later, we moved. Uh, over the pond again and um, chose Rome of all places because, you know, seven years ago, we both were working remotely and uh, we had a few requirements and Rome popped up and we had a nice a realtor and, you know, he said he lured us to Rome and, you know, no regrets there. And from there, you know, just fell in love with the people here in the community. So uh, tourism, Rome River Center, chamber, love the people here. And surf for the people as well. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, you are you and your family. I see pictures on Facebook. Y'all do enjoy Northwest Georgia. You're you're very involved and you're constantly out doing things. It's great to see. <laughs> That's right. It's fun. Um, uh, but I did not realize you had you had moved back to Germany for several years. Maybe we should have your wife on at some point and ask her about that. Uh, Elizabeth, one of the things I like to ask is, especially in this day and age, um, where social media is so prevalent. At, what do you guys do to market yourselves at Rise and Shine Organic Farms? Do Is it word of mouth because of your great product? Is it, do you do advertising? Do you do social media? And you said you're doing more of this now. <laughs> um, it, so what do you do to market yourself? Um, well, we've done all of it, really. We started out, you know, when we started in 2005, we would go put flyers in people's mailboxes all over Atlanta. <laughs> and that was a lot of work, but we had a lot more energy because we were a lot younger. Um, <laughs> so um, now we don't do that anymore. It's mostly word of mouth, um, connections in the community and speaking events. We've gone to lots of garden clubs and then definitely lots of social media Um you know, we try to keep up with that. I, I was an art major. Um, and so I had to do some, I did some digital stuff back in college, but it, that was in 2004, I graduated and it's very different now. So I'm always trying to lure some young tech savvy person to teach me the new Instagram ways. But <laughs> anyway, so I try to do some, um, I try to do what I can to keep up with it, but yeah, we do a little bit of it all. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. We start we uh, um, started a new website. Romega actually did a new website for us that they launched yesterday, and um, so that feels really big because I've always just winged it with a GoDaddy website, and this feels very mature. All right. Well, <laughs> oh, great! A step forward for the company. Hold that thought because the last we're going to circle back around to get everybody's contact information and websites. But I do want to touch base with Lacey and and Dale here about your marketing. Lacey, what, what do you do for, for, uh, for Elwood Staffing to kind of get the word out, let people know what you do? So you'll see a lot of Elwood Staffing posts on Facebook. We, are, we actually have a high number of associates that we're able to get in the door via Facebook. Um, especially with data mining, if you've been looking for a job, you're probably going to see an Elwood <laughs> ad pop up. Um, we are on Indeed, obviously, which I don't know if you would consider that marketing. However, that is one of the greatest sources for obtaining applicants is Indeed. And so you might see notification for that as well. We are, our website includes some basic information about putting in an application. If you're an employer, what kind of things we can do for you. We also have a business resource center, which is essentially just 
a gold mine of human resources publications that Elwood has put together on kind of just improving your overall what you offer to your employees and kind of how you can make things better retention wise pay all that good stuff so between job sites social media and our website I really think that's the three big ways that we attack marketing and Dale what about you nonprofits probably a little bit different situation what do you guys do to get the word out about Floyd against drugs yeah you know we do um events a lot so another for instance, right now we're working on our next event, um, and that is at Texas Roadhouse on March 25th. We're getting 10% of everything they do from 3 to 10. Huge fundraiser for us. So I'll do Facebook. I'll do website. I'll do. Um, I'll be on the radio. Um, so we'll do a lot. I mean, it depends on the uh, campaign that we're working on. We do a drug drop in April. We have found just by uh, quizzing and surveying the people that come by for the drug drop that the newspaper is the best way to reach those folks. It's an older group that comes for the drug drop. So we kind of gear it towards the audience. Mm -hmm. Texas Roadhouse is a little different with a fundraiser like that. So we're using our partners, um, like uh, Rome Floyd um, County Children and Youth, you know, they'll send out, hopefully the county will send out on their email. So we'll do a variety of different ways, just depending on what activity we're working on. So come out to Texas Roadhouse March 25th and say Floyd against drugs, please. (laughs) Marketing on the podcast. That's what we're here for. There Uh, you go. (laughs) Elizabeth, uh, just going around the room last one last time here. What's contact information for you guys, website, social media, anything you want people to follow or how they can find out how to do business with you? Okay. Um, Riseandshinefarm.com. So that's R-I-S-E-N shine. So riseandshinefarm.com. Um, we also are on Instagram. It's Rise and Shine Organic Farm and uh, Facebook. Those are the three best ways to get in touch with us. Um, also email. It's info at riseandshineorganicfarm.com. Beautiful. Lacey, what about you guys? Website, phone numbers, social media, anything? Yes, elwoodstaffing.com. You can find everything that you need. Um, we are located right off of Turner McCall in Rome, across from Floyd, next to Jerusalem Grill. If you want to come in and see us, those are the two best ways. Um, and if you ever want to get in contact with me and you want us to help you out, um, just call the branch and I'll connect with you there. Beautiful. Dale, Floyd Against Floyd Drugs. Against, Floydagainstdrugs.org. And you can call me at 706-224-2227 or my cell. Seven seven zero eight four three nine two zero five, and we're on Facebook as well. Fantastic, Thomas Chamber. Contact information. Contact information. My phone number is seven zero six two nine one seven six six three, and you find us downtown Rome, uh, across the street from um, Ducks Deli. <laughs> just to uh, name some landmarks. But also before we go, uh, Roger, I wanted to mention tomorrow. First of all, Elizabeth's our newest member, so our chamber member, so that's awesome. Round of and applause to Elizabeth. Tomorrow, Thank you. We're going to be out tomorrow at the farm at 1 o'clock because uh, we have a ribbon cutting there. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, Rise of China is going to introduce that, that cool uh, new concept, that, that box. I call it like it's a 
it's an Amazon for local farmers. So, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's like something that. you learned from COVID, right? So you sit at, at the comfort of your couch, you don't have to go anywhere, but you still support the local farmers. And, you know, you just go uh, downtown Rome on Thursdays and pick up that wonderful box. Beautiful thing. Thank you. Yeah, at, tomorrow at one out at the farm, if anybody wants to come out and see the farm, they're welcome to come out. Um, it's, uh, yeah, for the ribbon cutting. Beautiful. Great, right. great news. Well, thanks everybody so much for joining us. I hope you, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I uh, appreciate yes, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate everybody taking the time. Thank you, Thomas, as always. You've been listening to the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight. I'm Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. We broadcast from the Hardy Realty Studios and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next time.